going on, everyone? It is episode 26 of Ryan and Nick's Rundown. Nick, we and, and Nick is back. After two episodes, Nick has returned. Nick, how are you doing? Yes, and I know you made a joke talking about uh, you were the missing piece of the, the last two episodes. Is that correct? And yes, uh, it's definitely that time of year, uh, everyone. Uh, tomorrow, yes, tomorrow will, yes, Saturday, is NBA playoffs will begin. And we do have a couple of guests, obviously, our NBA roundtable. We do this, you know, as much as possible. From Chris Inspires, you, you definitely heard him many times. Chris Wallace, Chris, how you doing, sir? Man, I'm good. I'm back for the first time. You remember the album by Ludacris? Yes. Back for the first time? I remember it. Hey, <laughs> hey. Back for the first time. <laughs> and back with us also is Antonio Faze. I'll tell you, how are you doing? Hey, hey. Doing well. And, uh, Thanks for inviting me back. Oh, yeah. And uh, also, uh, Antonio is now uh, is now a father. Y'all, um, since we last, uh, since we last heard from, uh, Antonio, how's that going? Uh, it's going great, man. Some Before we get all the fun started, uh, we definitely have to touch on something serious today. Um, unfortunately, obviously, uh, today was Dipsy Hustle's memorial service. Um, guys, and I gotta be honest with you, I can't believe it'll be t- this Sunday will be two weeks, and I still can't believe he's gone. Um, that ended up in, in such a tragic way. But the service was so great today. I thought the kids, so much courage of them getting up on stage. Her, his his mother had so much strength. Uh, and just great spirit and you know his brother obviously was fantastic everybody did well i thought the service was great um and, and play in such at such a big capacity obviously as a staple center it was it was definitely a very good service but man i'm just still you know it's still wrong it's just, it just does not feel right uh nick i'll start with you with Dipsy because you were probably the first one that actually introduced me to his music um just talk about how you felt about the service today and just talk about this whole situation with nip Now, as far as the situation, um, 
I mean, it's just sad, bro. Like, you know, <clears throat> the man was trying to do, you know, everything he can for that city, for that area. Um, you know, you know, buy the, the, the block and all that stuff to make sure it doesn't get gentrified and, you know, giving people jobs that aren't able to get jobs. And, you know, he's just doing a lot for the community. Right. And um, he, he was always somebody that, you know, cared about his place and wasn't going to leave it. But, you know, always that jealous one, you know, that, uh, just can't take it. I ain't gonna say his name, but you know, mm-hmm. I was gonna say this one time. You know, you a hoe and a bitch. Oh wow. Mm. <laughs> and you know, ain't nobody gonna remember. I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give you no clout for that. You know, so mm. you know, we, you know where you at. You know, you gonna be there for a minute. I don't care who represent you. Always hate dude or nothing. Mm. <laughs> That's who you is. I ain't gonna say his name either. Mm. Cause he a hoe for taking the case. <laughs> right. Chris, same question for you. I don't know if you saw the service today, but uh, what do you think of uh, pretty much this whole situation? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I share most of the sentiments with it. I just think it was, you know, it was a very sad day. Um, and, and, you know, man, listen, the guy epitomized what it actually meant to give back to your community. Right. And, and the people who didn't know Nipsey, you know, when they found, uh, when they got word of him passing, you know, everyone was rushing to Google, like, Nipsey Hustle, let me see who he is or whatever. And I didn't, you know, that much about Nipsey. I knew of him, you know, mm-hmm. but when I dug a little deeper and I found that this guy, like, and how he really pushed and, and gave that to his very own community, now, you don't see that a lot. You don't see a lot of guys actually investing in their own community. I'm not talking about just going to buy, you know, a few computers, a few book bags, um, you're giving a little money here and there. Like, no, this guy was right there in the middle of his community saying, this is our block. Not my block, but this is our block, and we're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you, got, you, you can do nothing but respect a man like that, man. And so it just, yeah, I mean, it was, it was terrible what happened, you know, how it happened. Um, and, and, you know, and interestingly enough, you know, he was he was murdered while he was giving back to his community. Yeah. You know, and I just still can't get past that, man. And so, um, you know, I just, you know, gosh, man, it's just terrible. You know, and, and I don't want to give, you know, any any time you know, to the guy who did that, you know, and, you know, much like Nick said or whatever. So, you know, we'll just keep this moving right along, man. But, you know, Nipsey, Nipsey meant a lot to that community. He meant a lot to, to you know, black people in general. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Antonio, same for you, man. Uh, yeah. So, when I first heard about the shooting, um, it was shortly after the new district they gained. Um, mm-hmm. so my emotions with me shifted from excited and happy to devastated. Right. Um, I've been in this young man since college. Mm-hmm. Probably around 2013 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not huge in the way to go through it, but
Um, my boy graphic today saying that he, you know, over the past couple of years, he probably gave about two hundred million dollars to the community, whether it's you know, it's different investments. Um, you know, just kind of pushing the envelope, trying to give back to the community. So, you know, definitely uh, devastating, to be honest. Um, as far as the service itself, phenomenal service. Um, I caught most of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but definitely uh, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle, and definitely uh, I tell people just go back and listen to Victory Lap. Just go back and listen to that album. If you nobody's ever heard it, go back and listen to it. It was a Grammy-nominated album for a reason. And every time you hear Nipsey, you definitely hear the hunger and you hear the passion of every every lyric. Is what I enjoyed about him the most. Um, but votes definitely. But all right, guys, uh, thanks for that. Let's go ahead and get let's start having a little bit of fun here. Well, lots more fun here um, on the program. But uh, today, a few coaches. Got fired today in the NBA. Uh, a few, couple not surprising, but one kind of sort of, uh, I'm still waiting to see to get fired. But uh, we got three that was let go today. Obviously, JB Bickerstaff from the Grizzlies. We can move on from that. Larry Drew from the Cavs. We can move on from that. Uh, but the Kings firing Dave Yeager today. Um, after Vladimir got his four-year extension. Uh, <laughs> that's a bit of a little surprising. A little surprising. Chris, I'll start with you. What did you think of the uh, Kings firing Dave Yeager? After uh, 39, oh yeah, go ahead, repeat yeah. that, I'm sorry. Hold on, who do you say, you said Nick or Chris? No, yeah, you Chris, I'm sorry, I was saying, I was saying 39 wins it, and to be exact, this year, and yeah, yeah. They just, yeah, you go ahead Chris, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was dumb, yeah, it, it was a Yeah. 
go Hall of Fame. Man, maybe that Hall of Fame induction got to his head already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I put some respect on my name. Like, they probably were in the office, and, and, and Dave Yoga was like, you know, what's up, Lonnie? He was like, no, it's Hall of Famer, Lonnie. And then Dave you know, refused to call him Hall of Famer, Lonnie. Lonnie was like, all right, fine. Fire. <laughs> sure about that one uh yeah i personally me personally i think it's a, it was a crazy move i thought they could have waited at least another year or two i know he had at least one more year left in his contract i would have waited it out um antonio uh same question for you what do you think of day Yeager getting fired yeah i mean the buzzer is Go ahead, same question. You know, casket, you know, uh, skating with pedestrian numbers to the Hall of Fame, and you start throwing their wheels around. You know what I mean? What was the stat? What was the career stats? reported candidates uh if well i'll mention this next guy the next guy next in our next conversation uh but monty ellis is a monty ellis monty williams is another candidate uh that they're looking at so uh we'll see 
Mm. So we'll we'll see how that definitely goes. And now let's move on uh, to before we talk about the playoffs, we got to talk about a certain team that's already making headlines. And I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Magic Johnson, he stepped down before telling anybody. And Jenny Buss um, forgot to tell. Pretty much didn't tell her yet. But he decided to step down as president of the president of basketball operations for the Lakers. And pretty much went on a 45-minute press conference. Uh, pretty much say that he, um, he didn't want to uh, quite fire well, he wanted to fire Luke Walton, but I guess he didn't want to be put in position to do it. In my, that's what I'm getting, at least what how I feel when I saw a press conference. Um, but plus, he didn't want to be the president anymore, um, and and such and such. But we're gonna, we're just, I'm gonna let y'all speak on that. But the big the big problem is we're not gonna see LeBron James in the playoffs this year. For the first time since the second year of the season, we will not see LeBron anywhere near the court, it, 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 which is quite strange. Chris, I'm just gonna let you go ahead and uh, <laughs> and just and, and let you vent right now because I know how much I know how passionate you are with. I'm over here. I'm over here rocking in my chair. You know, the keys were good. Just jumping on this conversation. I am not joking. <laughs> All right. First thing first, let me get this out of the way for those you know, who may think this. I am no longer a LeBron hater. All right. Let me just I'm gonna put that out there. <laughs> I am a Laker fan through and through. I am a diehard. You guys know this, but I'm pissed. Okay? Right. And this has been six years of just sheer frustration watching this train wreck of an organization misrun all kinds of things, like mismanage, um, you know, players and, and, and you know, bring people into positions they shouldn't belong in, so on and so forth. Now, I'm not saying that Magic Johnson was a bad move for the Lakers or whatever. It was great because, uh, you know, when you think of Magic Johnson, you think of Lakers and you think of his business acumen and the pool that he had. I mean, hell, he got LeBron James there, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, I mean, honestly, I think LeBron James was thinking about L.A. anyway, but I think Magic just sealed the deal, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the grand plan was Paul George and LeBron. And, and I think that's where things fell apart is like when we didn't get Paul George first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got, you know, getting LeBron back with that. Paul George, you know, really changed all of the plans. And I think, you know, you don't have to give me more than a minute on this. Okay. So I think <laughs> that what really happened and what really sort of sent Maddie Johnson packing, and this is just, you know, just my thinking here. I think that Jimmy Butts, you know, still is considering trading LeBron James. And I think that Magic Johnson did not want that on his resume. He was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to fire Luke Walton. Jenny doesn't want to fire Luke Walton because Jenny likes Luke Walton. But I think Luke Walton's a great coach. Luke Walton is not the problem in L.A. Mm-hmm. I think that Jenny Butts wanted to trade LeBron James. Um, and, and we know that she considered it because she talked about it, you know, that it was recorded you know, earlier in the season that in the trade deadline they, they thought about trading LeBron. And I think Magic Johnson said, nah, not on my watch. You know, mm-hmm. and he was like, you know what, let me get out of here before anything crazy happens and it falls on my resume. What we've got to understand here is that, you know, Magic Johnson is, is a Laker through and through. And mm-hmm. Magic Johnson is he—he—he's he, a beloved Laker. I mean, like everyone in LA, you've never really heard anyone say anything bad about Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I think what was going to end up happening is—is is his role as president of basketball operations continued to fail. You're going to see some of those fans and some of the people in that organization turn on Magic Johnson, and he's not—I don't know that he would have 
feel comfortable, you know, being the sort of the person where people are throwing darts at him. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I think that Matthew Johnson likes being liked. Like, most human beings like being liked. And I think that a little away from, you know, uh, you know, just being who he is, being Matthew Johnson, I think he gets to be feel comfortable in his skin again and be light and, and be around the team and say the kind of shit that he wants to say. I'm sorry, the kind of stuff that he wants to say <laughs> about other players across the league without being fined $500,000 for tampering, you know, and that sort of thing. Whatever. So, the magic, and I think he alluded to it when he said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no longer caged. I'm a free bird. I can do what I want to do now, whatever. So, that I think he gets back to, uh, he wants to get back to being Magic Johnson. But the Lakers organization as a whole, man, they are a mess right now. And I think the only viable solution to this, you know, the, the, the way to correct this, is you have to really strongly consider trading LeBron, even though LeBron James is still a top three player in the league. Mm-hmm. He can still play ball. He still has another year or two left in his prime. I truly believe that. I, we can see that. Mm-hmm. But would you rather have 10 years of Zion, 10 years of Devin Booker, 10 years of Ben Simmons, you know, those types of guys? For two years with LeBron, you mm-hmm. know, and I think Kevin Durant let the cat out of the bag when they asked him about it, and he was like, you know, LeBron brings this sort of toxic environment around him, and it's hard to play like that, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think he made any ill will toward LeBron, I think he was just telling the truth, and you saw it this year, and now you see all these reports coming out where the young Laker players didn't trust LeBron, and he wasn't around the team much. And, mm. and, you know, fans are questioning, was he here to play basketball or was he here to be Hollywood? Mm. You know, if you're the greatest player in the league, people should be asking those kind of questions about you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, and, that, and I'm, I'm going to take my seat now. <laughs> Would anybody like to follow that? Antonio, it would have to be you. <laughs> How do you feel about the whole Lakers situation? <laughs> yeah, let's see, let's see. I got to figure out what angle I want to approach this uh, I guess, first of all, I'll just be recognized. Um, I love Magic as a, I guess, an executive business person, player. Um, I just felt as if the way he stepped out from his position was extremely unprofessional. Mm. Um, his rationale behind it was, oh, well, I couldn't tell Jenny to her face. She taught me into keeping the job. Mm. Like, yeah, you're mad. You do what you want to do. But I'm like, bro, fuck it up.
kind of ironic that Katie talked about toxicity um, because Golden State has been a circus this year. Mm-hmm. You know, like Golden State has been an absolute circus. And their organization and circus, I mean, they, they haven't, like, those two words are um, warriors and toxicity haven't been associated with each other in years. Yeah, give him. 
before we move on. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I'm hoping would have been playing for his freedom. Um, <laughs> you know, 
know, they felt, you know, some type of way, like you said, when he, they saw him wasn't doing enough, they kind of did the same, like, hey, I'm also close too. But, I mean, they didn't put the right place in. I, I agree with um, Luke Wong's rotations. Like, there were times I looked at um, LeBron, Rondo, and um, Lonzo. Lonzo Ball on the court at the same time. I'm like, who's who shooting? I said, passing the ball. Like, he ain't got no shooters. Like, you know, they got Mike Beasley there just hanging out. I think they underused him. I mean, Mm. because he just, I mean, he just made bad decisions when it came to offseason moves. I'm like, you know, anybody who watches basketball knows that LeBron is great with shooters. Like, shooters make him look even better. Mm. But if he can kick that ball out to the corner when he's driving or what have you and get a knockdown shooter, that's what he needs. Everyone's like blaming the Lakers for not getting LeBron a second star. And I'm like, they tried. 
Yeah. I blame the, I blame the, the I mean, the Pelicans were being petty, and it was funny. Yeah. Very <laughs> petty. It was funny. Very petty. And, You say Kyrie Irving's going to go to the Lakers, Nick? Is that what you just said? you guys uh game three of uh with a game i'm serious we're gonna talk about the second uh bucks and pistons that's on a saturday night bad at detroit oh, man so that means we, we could have been watching kemba saturday night yes going against Giannis. yep but you know these dudes couldn't beat the magic or couldn't you know beat a couple of people in the beginning don't blame my dicks you knew what they were <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't 
the weed as silly as it used to be. Let James Dolan get involved. Yeah, we are like, well, yeah, 
Yeah, we're like at the 44, about to be at the 44 minute mark, and we haven't even discussed. <laughs> Let's get. Let's talk about the playoffs here. Uh, playoffs start obviously tomorrow, this, this Saturday, and uh, I'm just gonna run through the, the the first round of the Eastern Conference first. We're gonna get, we're gonna uh, the one seed, the Bucks, who won 60 games this year, the one seed now, and obviously there's no threat of LeBron in the Eastern Conference this year, or no threat at all. Period in the playoffs. But yes, one seed. The Milwaukee Bucks, and they will take on the eight seed, the Detroit Pistons, who lost seven out of the last 11 games but got lucky with two bad teams <laughs> to clinch the playoffs. They could have been the Hornets. It's unfortunately, it wasn't the Hornets. We've preached that many, many times. Um, <laughs> the 4-5 matchup will be the Celtics and the Pacers. The 3-6 and six matchup, which I am by a little intriguing, uh, the Sixers will take on the Nets. And the Raptors will take the two seed, or the Raptors will take on the Seventh seed, the Magic. Uh, a couple of headlines for me. Obviously, Giannis this year, who I think will be the, <clears throat> who I think will be the MVP, even though it's a very tight, it's gonna be a very tight race for him and James Harden. Yo. Uh, yeah, come on, no, hey, no, 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 wait, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me a second. <laughs> it is a t- hold on, wait, wait. I'm gonna. I'm good. I'm, I'm I'm reading Giannis' stats now. 27, 27.7 points per game. He finished third in scoring this year. Yes, he did average 20, 12 and a half rebounds, almost six assists, and he didn't shoot 50, over 57% from the field this year. Yes, I definitely. Just tell me, guys, how you your thoughts about Giannis this year heading into the playoffs this year because he is definitely the guy in the Eastern Conference that everyone has to has to, in my opinion. Will be is probably the most valuable, obviously the most valuable player in the league, but definitely be the most valuable player I think in this whole postseason. What do you guys think of Giannis uh, and his impact will be in this in this postseason and in, in his biggest season to date? And Nick, I'll start with you since, <laughs> since you got, didn't start first. I'll let you start. He's gonna be a monster. That's what he's about to be. That cat's like, yeah, I know a boy to play like that. Yeah, to be in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's Wisconsin. Nobody watching that. You know, but yeah, he goes. I mean. I Yeah. <laughs> 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 
right, I'm going I'm to move quickly. Chris, uh, go ahead. I know how much you've loved Giannis throughout the season. And, uh, yeah, right. Uh, I want you to tell the audience here how long I've been telling y'all about Giannis. It ain't been just this team the last season. I've been talking about Giannis for about five years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this dude is going to be good. And I'll be honest, I ain't think he's going to be this damn good. Right. Fine. You updated some stats. So let me go ahead and check you real quick on your own podcast. Okay. Uh, Giannis became the only player in league history to finish in the top 25 in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. And he's done it twice. Mm-hmm. And he's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. 24. Sure. Yep. So, you know, Eric Bledsoe stepped up quite a bit, I think, since he signed that extension. I thought. You, got, you don't think so, Chris? Say that one more time. Eric Bledsoe. Uh, you don't think he stepped up a bit? No? <laughs> nobody, think, nobody thinks so. Okay, I'm going to move on. <laughs> Antonio, go ahead. What are your thoughts on Giannis? Um, yeah, I mean, Giannis is going to have a phenomenal season. I, mean, I agree with uh, everything you guys have said. Yeah. Mm. But um yeah, I mean not, not too much to say. 
I think they'll I think they'll easily handle the Pistons. So. Wait a second. So you don't think Boston's gonna tweet Indian? No. 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 <laughs> mm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna go right to that series because my biggest headline obviously is this is definitely likely more than likely the last with Kyrie Irving, and with this Celtics team I say I thought this Celtics team should have been a lot better this season but of course uh, Kyrie Irving I feel like he didn't make it work that's I'm blaming it all on him not making it work at times and you and I think it's more outrageous that he didn't make it work at, at times than LeBron because he has the pieces there he let everybody get to him. He got every, he let the media get to him. He let all this stuff get to him about free agency. And then he was talking about he's not going to please nobody but himself <laughs> when making this decision and trying to, and, and tired of pleasing others. Uh, Nick, I'll start with you with this one uh, as far as the Celtics. What do you think about the Celtics playoff run uh, this season? Yeah, they're going to get they're gonna put out second round. Mm. Yep. Second round by the, uh, by the uh, Celtics. Yeah, Chris, before I get to you, I definitely want to mention about Marcus Smart with a oblique injury that he is likely going to be out the first two rounds. And I'll and yeah. Chris, you can go ahead and, and talk about the Celtics now. Talk about their, their situation. Yeah, well, first of all, that Marcus Smart injury is huge. You know what I'm saying? Because Marcus Smart is their, you know, to me, defensively at least, he's their heart and soul. Mm-hmm. You know, and like he brings an, an element of toughness to that team that they lack. I think with regards to Kyrie, I think Kyrie rocked the boat in Boston this year. I think his comments throughout the season has ruffled the feathers of those players because I know a like, human nature would, would you know, send you to a corner and say to yourself, wait a minute, you weren't on the court last year when we were in game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals and pushed the Cavaliers? Yeah, we almost were playing in the finals last year without you. And right. so for Kyrie to come to this year and make those comments that he's made, like he played grumpy this year. He's like the grumpy old man. Because they were just watching a bunch of you know, young kids listen to all this rap music. You know how old folks used to be. Man, y'all listen to that old trash music, blah, blah, blah. That's how Kyrie played this year. 
He mm. was like a grumpy old man. If there was a bunch of young boys that who know how to play basketball, he tried to teach them how to play basketball the way that he wanted to teach them how to play basketball. It just wasn't the right mix because Bosa had everything that you want in a growing dynasty. They have a great young coach. They have really good young players. They had a good culture. They have an excellent executive named Danny Ainge in their front office. Mm-hmm. They said, who can, boy, Danny Ainge can swindle you to a trade. <laughs> you know, I mean, my God. You know, he can say, you know, he can do anything. Yeah. You know, and, and Boston has it all there. But Kyrie Irving, like, really screwed it up. I think Gordon Hayward would have, you know, would have been fine with a reduced role. You know, because of his relationship with Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie Irving just kept pushing the envelope, man. He just kept making comments, and he kept saying this, and he kept saying that. You know, and it just, it really just, I think it destroyed the chemistry. And mm-hmm. Boston is a second round out. Yeah, they're going to, they're going to, I think he'll potentially sweep Indiana. And I, I say this because Indiana just doesn't have anything on that roster that threatens you offensively, really. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I mean, they, they have some nice pieces there. But without a guy to give the ball to at the end of the game, like, they, I don't think they're going to win any games in that first round series. Mm. Uh, but second round, it is. I, I really think Boston, you know, loses 4-1 to one to, to Milwaukee. I, I just, and I think Kyrie, you know, has a, I think that at some point during the playoffs, you're going to have an outburst that, you know, so you're going to start seeing, to see all of the emotion come out then. And all of these stories are going to come out. As soon as this season ends, You'll hear much of the same stories in Boston that you hear in L.A. with regard to how players didn't trust LeBron and you know, how Magic this and Luke that and Jenny Bust this. You're going to hear some of the same things about Boston. Watch. Mm. Yeah. Antonio, uh, what do you think of the whole Southern situation? Uh, 
All right. I mean, I hear, I, I heard you say like attitude and ego aside, but that's part of Kyrie's personality. You can't put that aside. And, 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 I, and, I, and I just disagree. I just I think like when I look at last year's team, if last year's team came into this year without Kyrie, I think last year's this this team this year is first in the East, it's or second in the East because of Milwaukee jump. I really think Boston. I, I mean, Kyrie is a good player. In fact, but the Boston Celtics last year, man, they showed me that you know when those guys like Nick mentioned. Those guys played a certain role last year where Terry Rozier is a starting, he's a starting point guard in the NBA. And I mean, he really, that's why the Celtics didn't trade him. Then he ain't that stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he had a feeling that he might lose Kyrie, you know, because he needs to keep Terry instead of trading him, you know, and he'll extend him this offseason as the best way that he can get him for. And then Jason Tatum was becoming a star. And this year, Jason Tatum kind of took a step back. Why did he take a step back? Because Kyrie Irving had the ball in his hands all the time. And then Kyrie Irving sitting around here yelling and whooping at these young players about being better leaders and being better prepared for the game. But did Kyrie Irving look in the mirror and realize that he himself is not a good leader? Mm. He said he called LeBron James asking for leadership skills. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree. Kyrie's the problem. But I, I also say that, I mean, hey, Kyrie is closer. He, he's closer in the league, man. Yeah. Wait a second. Boston had closes last year. How did they get a game set from the Eastern Conference Finals? They not. They not closing without Kyrie. I'm sorry. I agree. Mm. Okay, I hear you. I hear you guys. <laughs> oh man. Kyrie can put his put a game away, man. Break your heart. Mm. You no, know, I'm listen. Listen, Kyrie was pretty close, man. But we we talking. I mean, Kyrie's not even gonna have a chance to go through so deep. But I mean, that's the problem. He did a pick. He the reason Cleveland won. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you know what? That's fine. You're right. He did. They, that 20 points in there. He dropped the game 15 and, and that shot. He named 7. Yeah, right. True. If that player, let's just say, if Kyrie Irving would ride his bike today and he tore up his knee and Boston had to play without him in the playoffs, I'd pick Boston to potentially upset Milwaukee to take around if Marcus Smart were healthy. That, I, I just think Boston plays, they, you know, okay, so they're great players in the league who are just great, right? But I think that there are teams who play better without certain players, even though the players are great players. Mm. Like, it's not like we haven't seen this before. We've seen teams perform better without a great player. You, you get what I'm saying? Mm. I just think that the Boston Celtics collectively are better without Kyrie Irving. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, Terry Rozier could. Uh, I think I definitely see him as a starting point guard, though. Yeah, once once Irving is gone, Rozier, that's definitely gonna be Rozier's spot. Um, but yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with. I mean, you guys definitely brought some good points about the Celtics, but it's just a shame. I think I think they could be a better team, but but all the egos and and obviously with Irving this year, it's it's just a mess. It's just unfortunate. Um, but I'm gonna make this next question a two-parter because um, I, I want to move it along to Western Conference. So, Nick, I'm gonna start with you here. Uh, how concerned are you about Joel Embiid's health with the Sixers heading into uh, this series against the Nets? And uh, far as the Raptors, wait, wait, hold on. And and, and this is gonna be a two-part question. And I'm gonna talk and out and this is about the Raptors because obviously we know the Raptors are gonna beat the Magic. We're not even gonna <laughs> dive into that. But uh, and talk about what how you think what Kyrie Irving's uh, got Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard. Um, what he will bring to the Raptors in his first year. It could be the only year we could see him with the Toronto Raptors in the postseason. 
Same two-part oh, question. Yeah, 
Okay, so far as the Eastern Conference, uh, who's everyone picking? Nick, who are you picking? You picking the Bucks? Is is anyone not picking the Bucks to go to the NBA Finals? I mean, I'm listening to what you're saying now. You know, the Raptors could actually pull it off. Mm. Yeah, they actually can. Why you yeah, say? I, I, I want to go. I want to say it's the last line. Mm. 
Wait, you say? Are you saying? Are you say? Oh, so Bucks and landslide. Everybody saying Bucks. No. Oh, no. you're saying Raptors. You saying Raptors, Nick? Yeah. I'm saying Milwaukee. Okay, Chris, you're saying Bucks. Antonio, what about you? Raptors. I'm going Raptors. Okay, so two Raptors, one Bucks. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to Bucks. Oh, you're going to Bucks. Okay. Oh, okay. Two bucks, one run rappers. That's two bucks. That's Nick and Chris. You got the bucks. And Antonio, you got the rappers. Okay. Let me quickly go to Western Conference real quick. Obviously, we know the, the Warriors are going to beat the Clippers. We know that's going to happen. Um, it, despite Doc Rivers doing one of the most incredible jobs <laughs> that I've seen <laughs> in NBA, Doc Rivers getting this team to the West, to, to the playoffs is just amazing in itself. But let's just talk about the Warriors. <laughs> let's talk about the Warriors. It is pretty much uh, likely the last uh, playoff run with this group, and obviously the last playoff run at the Oracle before they move to the new arena next year. Um, so tell me, guys, uh, how uh, Nick? Just tell me how insane this season, this uh, run is going to be for the Warriors this year with uh, with this insane starting five. With the uh, yeah, this is the, this is the last hurrah yeah. as a as a five. <laughs> yeah. This is the last hurrah for sure. I mean, next year is just going to be the original three. Like they just went out there, and the only game they lost was game one of the finals. 
when Allen Iverson just had that amazing 48-point performance. You know, mm-hmm. so and that's how I see Golden State. Now, with regard to this, this five, this, this, uh, this starting unit, man, and you only going to have two and five. Yeah, I mean, like I said, unless 
the rest of the series which i think will be interesting the, the rockets now the rockets they fell to the four seed they were seconds away from avoiding the warriors in the semifinals but paul george hit a, a game with 3.1.8 1.8 left to go in that matchup with the rockets and, and the thunder a couple of night a couple of days ago so now you'll have the rockets taking on the jazz in a four or five matchup with the with the rockets likely facing the warriors in the semifinals now the other two series the Portland Trail Blazers, who are the three seed, they will take on the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are the six seed, and the Denver Nuggets, who are the two seed, will take on the seven seed, San Antonio Spurs. I'm gonna just ask a few questions here, and so, like I said, we'll do it a three-parter, so this way we can move right along. No, 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 we won't do a three-parter. Let's start with this one, with the Rockets. James Harden, obviously, Nick, 57, 57 games this year. He scored 30, at least 20 points or more this season, including an incredible streak of at least 32 straight games with 30 points or more. Okay, that's that's my case for why you know why this will be a close MVP race. Okay, <laughs> and he did have nine 50-point games this season, including his fifth career 50-point triple-double this season. And obviously, the health of Chris Paul will never be a big question too. But what do you think of the Rockets? Um, Heading in against the Jazz, heading to this uh, in this series. Yeah, it's going six. That's mm. uh, going six. Uh, I think uh, it's going six. James Harden's not to stay the same way he stayed, you know, throughout the season. And uh, it's going to be hard told because you're going into the playoffs, so teams get to see you more often. So they're going to develop a strategy. That, I mean, if you saw <laughs> Patrick Beverly at the end of the Clippers game last night, was my man. What do, you, what do you think about the Rockets? Yeah, uh, I, I actually, you know, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to go six, but I think it might go six the other way. I think Utah has a chance to beat you. Mm. You know, and I, I think, you know, uh, I mean, for real, like what people are undervaluing is how great defensively Utah is. Mm. You know, and like, that, and, and I mean, God, have you seen, did you see OKT last year when they played at Utah, how hard it was for them to play in there? Absolutely. You know, and, and that's a difficult place for them to play. And so, Kobe do his thing, 
You know what I'm saying? It's just look at everybody else or whatever. So, like, let James Harden get 50 or whatever, but if nobody else does anything or whatever, then Utah wins this running away. You're taking game. Um, mm. But James Harden, you know, as I mentioned about Ben Simmons on the other side, I think, you know, this is a legacy playoff for uh, for James Harden. If they flame out in the first round and second round again, and James Harden is at the center of that flame out, then what are we going to start saying about James Harden? Because the last three playoffs, what has happened to James Harden? He's run out of gas at the end of the season. He's flamed out. He had 13 turnovers in a closeout game but two years ago. Last year, when they had uh, the, the Dubs beat, I mean, they were up by 13 in game seven. Yes, and lost that game or whatever. And they, they missed uh, 27 straight threes. Mitchell and Rudy Gobert gonna get their shine in this in this series, mm. and 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 then and they're good. Wow, and yeah, like I said, like you said, it's there is very tough to play over there in Salt Lake City, for sure. Uh, it will it will be definitely a difficult task for the Rockets. Antonio, what do you want? Yeah, especially, oh, especially when fans are calling you the N word. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be a very good. I think it's gonna be a good series. It could potentially go six or potentially go seven, depending how uh, home court advantage plays out over there in Salt Lake City. Uh, but it's definitely gonna be a series to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, the next two series, I'm gonna make it a two-parter because I because these two series, I think, have a potential to have lower seeds actually advance. Uh, the Blazers have not been the Thunder at all this year, and unfortunately, the Blazers will not have Yusuf Nurkic. Unfortunately, after that awful leg injury. Um, and I think uh, that was definitely, yeah, that was uh, tragic. That was very tragic, and uh, definitely I think will play a big part in this series against the Thunder, um, for sure. Especially with Paul George, I like to mention who is second this season in scoring in points per game, who who finished second this year, and Giannis was third. Not saying Giannis is an MVP or anything like that, but I just want to keep that in mind. And also the Nuggets playing the Spurs, I think that would be an interesting series as well. So, uh, Nick, how do you see both of those series play out? Do you, do you see either one or both of them, both uh, the Thunder and Spurs pulling it off, or do you see the top seeds, the Blazers and the um, Blazers and Nuggets moving on? How do, what do you think, how do you think both of those series will play out? I think, 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 I
Mm. And I love I love Dane Willard. That's my guy. Dane's time, but I just think that with the nervous gone cancer, I mean he's he's good, but he has to leave the liability. So you say it's going to be the, the you think the Thunder will win that series and then you think the Nuggets will win in seven for what I for what you just said. Yeah, they're going to they're going to find out what the playoffs are all about. I mean, I just think that the Spurs uh, they're great. They're going to be they're going to be good. They're going to be tough out, mm. but uh, they're going to get they're going to get put out. Mm. All right. So Chris, what do you think of uh, both those series? How they, oh, and let me just mention Russell Westbrook did finish with thirty three triple doubles this year. 33. 30, 33. Well, oh, come on now. That's a good, that's a good, hey, 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 now wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He, hey, Russell Westbrook puts it, puts it out there every single day. He does everything he can. You got to accomplish, you got to, <laughs> you got to acknowledge no, that. I, I get what you're saying, man. Yeah. I mean, really, my guy, whatever, but, you know, like, here, here's the thing, man, I think, Okay, so, you know, like Nick said, man, I, I, I love Dane Lillard. I think Dane Lillard is one of the most underrated players I've seen in the last 20 years. Like, people do not realize how great he is. And I'm like, damn, if Dane Lillard played on a bigger stage, man, wow. You know, but he's, you know, it, it, they just, they don't have enough. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and CJ, we don't know until Nurkic me out, you know, like, and like Nick said, Chancer is definitely a defensive the liability. Uh, so I think, you know, that series, you know, uh, unfortunately, the Portland is more home. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think the only way OKC loses is if Russ shoots them out of him. He has said he's been known to do that. Mm-hmm. And so it, I, I don't trust Russell Westbrook anymore like I used to. I think Russell Westbrook, you know, starts to follow his instincts. And he's like, you know what? We're down, I'm going to shoot. I mean, we saw it last year against Utah. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he shot him out of that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one, no one talking about that really. Yeah, but Russell Westbrook shot them out of that series. Um, so yeah, but um, and the other series, San Antonio and Denver. Uh, I, I'm gonna go against the grain again. I think San Antonio wins that series. I'm gonna tell you why. I don't trust the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have not been on the stage yet. And I, as much as you know, Joker, Joker is a great player, mm-hmm. but he disappears a lot. You know, and I've seen him disappear a lot. I'm like, you know, why, how Joker end the game with two points? Like mm. you're saying, that foul out in 15 minutes. Mm. And then, and then there's been games where he's had eight points and, and 12 points, you know, and it's just like he's been lethargic. 
And I'm like, yeah, that, that's, you know, that's interesting. And then, you know, their backcourt, like, can you really trust their backcourt? You know, I know Gary Harris, is he healthy? You know, um, Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, is he really a good entity? You know, and so I, I, I don't trust the Nuggets. And I know Popovich is going to have San Antonio ready. That's the one thing that we can almost be sure of, is that Popovich is going to have the Spurs ready to play. Mm-hmm. And then he knows Mike Malone, and he knows Mike Malone's tendencies or whatever. And so... He knows that all he has to take away is Joker. Mm. So, you know, I, I say tennis probably wins that series and six. Mm. So, so you got the Thunder and you got the Spurs. All right. Antonio, what, what are your predictions for both these series? Uh, yeah, um, I'll keep it short. Pretty much, uh, I got the Thunder and six. Kind of like six minutes. I'm going to let them shoot them out. I just think they're a little too much for the Blazers. Who's coming out? Is, does anybody think that the Warriors are not going to come out the West? Anybody? No, nah, they're coming out the West for sure. What? Yeah, unless they have a stuck injury, like we mentioned. Okay. So yeah. everyone's saying, thanks. So nobody has no faith in the Rockets. Well, not you, Chris, because you picked them to go out in the first round. But nobody has no faith <laughs> in the Rockets to even try nah, to beat the Warriors. Nah, nah, the Rockets ain't going to do it, nah, bro. Yeah. It's gonna be the Warriors. Paul, it's okay. It's gonna be like this: the Warriors and the Thunder in the conference finals. Mm. And, and that would be a great conference finals. Then Paul during the Celtics. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm questioning y'all. You know, I mean, I know you said Paul during 
heard the Paul Gilbert from Spielberg. I saw him the other night. They were doing some therapy on his shoulder. Yeah, they were. That definitely was sore. I definitely did see that. Yeah, that time of year, man, you play all those games and those injuries come back to bite you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh. you know, I mean, we, we don't know, man, if Paul's doing really healthy or whatever. I mean, if they play now early, then we'll, we'll definitely hear that as an excuse, I'm sure. Hmm. All right. So we're going to say, let's see, now that made finals. Nick, that's that. So that's you, Nick and Chris, you both have the Bucks and the Warriors. Antonio, you have the Raptors and, and the Warriors in the finals. Is there anybody that's gonna? Is there anybody that's gonna say the Warriors are not gonna take it all? No. Okay. Nope. Well, Warriors and Milwaukee will go six. Yes, and I think Giannis is such a great player that you know again I, I, this is the swan song, the end of the run for Golden State. But then, so that's where yes, and that, that, that particular series is a series where I think they would give a game away out of stupidity, even though it's the finals or whatever. I just think that. You know, the longer the playoffs go, the more there's the potential that Draymond and KD is going to get into it again. You know, mm-hmm. and this time, I mean, we already know, you know Draymond ain't afraid to say anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, something's going to be said, and, 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 you know, I mean, maybe it's the way that they choose to defend the honest or something, you know, and <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know, man. I just think that, you know, this is, this is Giannis' time, and getting to the final would be a monumental accomplishment for him this year. At least this is the next step in that development. Hmm. All right, Nick, and, you know, getting okay. that team to the, to the final. Now, I think he's been coming to the final with the ABA final. I think, and what if Giannis would take that title? Yes, and, and this family, you've got to be in the finals this year. Hmm. All right, Nick, give me your thoughts on why you got the Warriors. Uh, it's, it's five. Five games. Ooh, even, even with the Bucks having home court advantage, you're going to uh, say that the, it, it's going to be five. Yeah, it's Mm-hmm. It's gonna be five. Uh, it's gonna be one game where the Bucks have to do good, but I think um, the Warriors are gonna come out and they're gonna embarrass the boys. First game, and it's gonna shake them, shake them to their core, because they ain't gonna believe how bad it's gonna be on their home floor. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would think it would be game two where where Milwaukee recovers, you know, or any team for that matter that comes out of the East recovers and steal the game from Golden State or whatever and get their attention. Because I just think, generally speaking, depending on how the playoffs goes, I really do think that Golden State is just, you know, they'll turn the switch on and then they'll realize that they're just so much better than everyone else and then they'll get bored again and get complacent. You know, so, you know, that's always the fear with them. I mean, they, man, as great as they are, they turn the ball over a hell of a lot. I'd be like, damn, they got 18 turnovers? Like, how does TV winning like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's insane. Antonio, well, you definitely said uh, what makes you think what uh, the Warriors being the Raptors? How many games do you see that series going? Uh, six. Uh-huh. I got to go with six, man. I think Kawhi is worth uh, the Raptors and the Warriors. Uh, I think Kawhi is going to be the Mm-hmm. Yeah, KD, uh, Clay, 
someone stands a chance, man. I, I don't see it, bro. I don't see it. They could be four, man. They could be about this. And we do realize this is DeMarcus Cousins, you know, his first playoff series, you know, which is quite oh, interesting. Dang. Obviously, you know, the Kings know. And obviously, unfortunate injury with the uh, Pelicans last year. So I think we're, everyone's ready to see DeMarcus Cousins on this big stage. And, he's, and obviously, you could, couldn't have asked for a better situation, obviously, than with Golden State. So we're definitely going to see. Uh, it's going to be a very uh, interesting playoffs. Uh, unless the play the, the Warriors win it all, and it, it, it could be the swan song, it, the swan song of this great Warriors dynasty, and we're just gonna see how this goes. Um, is there anything anybody wants to say before we are done with this podcast? Nick, I'll start with you. Is there anything you want to mention? Oh, hold. Wait, hold on, Nick. Oh, wait, 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 hold on, Nick. Wait on, Nick. Go, can, can you repeat all that for us? The sneakers. What talk about uh, the sneakers that's coming out this week? They got any more episodes coming up soon, though? I guess what you get, those sneakers? Um, I've been on a hiatus on the sneakers thing. Um, I need to get back on it. Yeah. I've been quite Kanye Sunday service. <laughs> Chris, anything you like to say? Be- Chris, anything you like to say before we uh, wrap up? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And uh, Antonio, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, like you said, the OKC 
open up the podcast. I'm a new father, so pray for me. <laughs> this, is, uh, <laughs> this is new to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, but uh, outside of that, um, I am working on a blog. Um, I have my social up for it now, so I have uh, I have Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Read the past is the username. Um, I'll send it out to you guys, but just as it sounds, read the past. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a, a open space forum where uh, we'll engage the debate on sports as well as music and fashion. So not only sneakers, but in spring, base, any other sort of streetwear. Um, mm-hmm. Something new that I'm you know, passionate about. Not mm-hmm. something new that I'm passionate about, but it's something new that I'm, a new project, a new endeavor that I'm uh Oh yeah, and I just want to tell everybody, uh, to, uh, everyone is listening. Thank you guys for listening this week. This is like the second podcast that will be out this week. Uh, definitely try to get uh, this pod- the podcast uh, busy, especially during this uh, playoff NBA playoffs this year. And also uh, a clip. Me and Nick watched this clip of Derrick Rose. Um, it was on Stadium tonight. There was a documentary of his that aired called Pooh, a uh, Derrick Rose, Derek Rose story. And it definitely did. I saw a clip that's up right now all over social media about the moment Derrick Rose got traded to the Knicks. And that was back in 2016. Um, and Nick, you could definitely test that was definitely a tough moment. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening to uh, this great episode here. Definitely uh, comment, subscribe, five stars. Uh, definitely do anything you got, you guys uh, can to support us. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Ron Nick's Rundown. And can't wait for you all to listen to us next time. <laughs>